everyone. Welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today, we are continuing our series of everyday shelfers. We are sitting down with Mr. Micah Arnold. How are you doing today, Micah? I'm doing wonderful. Finest frog hair split four ways? Yeah, something like that. All right. And then Stephen Jay, he's joining us again. Stephen, Steve, you're just turning into a regular occurrence around here. Well, I have nothing else to do. Not being retired is That's good, right? right? Yeah, mostly. <laughs> mostly. <laughs> I know you said you were like getting bored the other day when I was talking to you about some uh, stuff. I definitely am, but... I'm working on changing that. So. Mm, good deal, good deal. So, hey, what we are going to talk about today, we're going to sit down and we are drinking uh, the Michter's Small Batch American Whiskey. So this is an unblended American whiskey. And then we are drinking the Small Batch um, Benchmark. So those are the two we're going to try today uh, as we continue the Everyday Shelfer series. So we're going to dive into these things. And uh, Michael, what's it say about the old Michter's over there? Well, we're drinking the uh, the Michter's Small Batch unblended. Uh, it's uh, 83.4 proofer. 83.4? Uh, that's a low proofer. That's right, man. That's like drinking water. That's baby. Based out of Louisville, Kentucky, uh, I'm a big Michter's guy, so uh, I've actually next year, never tried this one. Uh, I think I've had every other Michter's, but pretty excited to try this one. Have you had the big boys, like the Michter's 20 or 25? I have not had the 25. I've had the 20. Delicious. Um, I'm a big fan of their uh, their toasted blend. So, yep. um, Toasted bourbon is one of my favorite ones ever. Absolutely. I love that pour. It is good. So I can't wait to dive in on this one. I've already, I, I've been cheating a little bit. I've been sniffing it and seeing what I got off of it. But it's got some vanilla and some caramel. It's also got some really nice, uh, what I would call like earth tones, like maybe a little bit of a uh, tobacco. I don't know. What do you, what are you getting, Stephen? Definitely, it's more earthy than floral or fruity. It's, it's a nice, nice nose. I definitely catch the uh, vanilla. Yeah, the vanilla. Yeah, yep. get that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm getting a dark fruit, but I can't I can't decipher if it's like cherry or if it's like uh, maybe a little bit of uh, like plum, something like that. It's very, very, yeah. it's very faint. It's yeah. not huge. So Something darker than cherry, I think. All right. Well, while you guys ta- t- try it, I'm going to, you know, look at here and see what's up. You know, Michter's was, I know, a, originally a, an older brand that kind of started out and then they kind of shut down and they revisited when they opened up back down at Fort Nelson. Is that right? And then they, right. then they moved uh, their second – is the second distillery in Shively? I think their main distillery is in Shively. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm – but I'm just saying the second right. the second location. Right. I know that's where the main one is, but it's in Shively. But the first one, Fort Nelson, I think they reopened that. And do you remember when, Stephen? Maybe you might 2018 or 2019. I think it was like 2017, 2016. Okay, correct me. I'm, I'm not sorry. correcting. I'm asking you, but I, I think I think I'm I think we might be different. I'm going to Google it, Google. or if one of y'all want to Google it, you want to Google it, there, Micah. Where's All our right. Where's our Google Master? I know we don't have Josh or Matt here, so we we got Nick Hayden. Either. I know we, we we need the Google Masters here. So when did when did the Michter's Fort Nelson Distillery open? On it. He's on it. All right, good deal. So Stephen, what do you get on the taste? Did you taste her yet? I did. You did? It's a nice, smooth taste. It ought to be at 83 proof. <laughs> That's right. This is like Stephen Scott, the legend, like full-on chug bourbon right here. I mean, no, you, you, you might drink like half that in one chug. God bless yeah. Google. I already have the answer. All right. It wouldn't the, be what, hard. What's the answer? What's the guesses? I, I'm guessing like 2016, 2017. February 2nd, 2019. Good Lord. So you're closer than I am. I would have never guessed 19 was when it first opened at Fort Nelson. Time flies when you're having fun. Evidently. The internet does not lie. Well, well <laughs> depends on maybe. which website you're looking at, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's lots of lies on Facebook <laughs> and a bunch of other shit out there, but you know. Trump Twitter. Oh, did I say that? Hmm. <laughs> 
so yeah the flavor on this i mean it, it, it's it's definitely a good solid pour but it's it man for me i mean as being a high proof guy this yeah. just lacks it's, it's an easy drinker like sitting by a pool or something but yeah it lacks yeah. the lacks the flavor and the doesn't hit you on the back of the throat yeah they're, they're, the finish almost is immediately gone yeah. and non-existent it's got a it's got a decent up front but it's it all the flavors in the mid palate for this one yeah. what do you 10 seconds later the, the flavor's gone like, yeah and it's got some caramel. It's got some, you know, a little bit of brown sugar, but not a whole lot of anything else. I get a little bit of, like, leather on the actual mouth taste, though. This, yeah. is, this is definitely chugging material. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> oh, this would go down, like, way too easily, unfortunately. Stephen might be able to finish the whole bottle in one chug on this. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> At least half. I'm not, yeah. I'm not kidding. I've seen, I've this seen man. his chugs. I was about to say, <laughs> the legend does not mess around on the chugs, for sure. There are no baby chugs here, buddy. That's right. No, no, Lee, no Lee Gettings chugs? Baby chugs? No. No, sir. <laughs> of course, Lee's drinking the GTS. So yeah, he drinks the fancy stuff. You, you can't hit it that hard on that stuff. So, so yeah. I, overall, I mean, pretty good pour. I, I, yeah. I, I, it's one of those things. I like Michters, like you said, but some of these, uh, what I would consider their standard, you know, straights. The the, the Michters rise great, but yeah. this is it, it, it's okay. But but then again, I'm not crazy about small batch anything. So, yeah. but we wanted to make sure we tried, talked to it, things like that. Neither is Becky, but yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm, I'm going to drop a water in it because that's what it, it, it's the rule of the podcast. We have to put just a tiny drop just to see if it changes, if it opens up anything, what's it do, and all that good stuff. So the nose almost goes away. Actually, you get a little bit more of the rye spice on the nose when you add the water. Yeah, so a little bit more of those floral, minty like notes. Does the rye come out when you put add the water? It does a little bit. Does a little bit of pepper. There's more pepper definitely with the water, but it still dissipates in seconds. And we talked about that on another episode where water makes the rye come out. Yeah, I think what we we're gonna have to get like like I think Nick suggested we should probably grab Tyler and be like, why does that happen? Why does the rye pop more when you add water to it? When you think that when you add water to something, it should water down, right? You should you should lose the spice, but water almost always will add spice to it. So, I don't know, pretty unique. It's chemistry, man. Chemistry. I'm not a chemist. Neither am I. I don't have that brain. That's my wife's brain, not mine. I'm, I'm a numbers guy. Me too. Yeah, me too. That's what the banker is supposed to say, right? Yeah. I'm good at numbers. <laughs> God, let's hope. I think that's that's what calculators are made for, right? You know, I'm, I, I love a good calculator in the morning. <laughs> it does keep me out of trouble. Yeah. I, I, figuring out interest is way easier on a scientific calculator than it is in my head. So what's up with this benchmark here? What what do you know about benchmark? Do you know anything about it? I know nothing about benchmark. I've actually never even tried a benchmark. So so benchmark is part of uh, Buffalo Trace's what I would call their core product line. So it's actually in the same family as Buffalo Trace, George T. Stag, you know all of those. It's that I think is what can't remember the mash bill on that one it's like 13 percent rye or something like that so it's going to be like 70 something 13 and then whatever the last number is but you know anyway but that that is what that is so it's like watered down buffalo trace from what i understand what's the proof bringing on this one this is a 90 proofer so 90 proofer so it's very similar to buffalo trace yep and does it say on the batch blend if it says age statements or anything like that not have any of the it just says uh, they're chosen. Uh, just says the aroma of vanilla and oak give way to delightful hints of caramel, leather, and honey. So we'll see about that. Well, damn! I guess we're going to find out whether that's what like, it smells and tastes like. We'll right? see if it does. Like, like a <laughs> hundred other birds. They did all the work for us. Thank they you. did all the work for us. That's right. So, well, all right. Let's dive into this bad boy. See what we get on the nose. 
dive in deep, you know, get the get the nose rimming in there and, you know, see what you think. Definitely get vanilla. Is it vanilla? No, that's what it is to me. I, I get more of caramel. Yeah, I, I'm getting caramel or maybe like maple syrup or something like that. It could be vanilla, though. It doesn't seem like it has enough, uh, like, that alcoholy smell to be vanilla, though, because I usually get that more on the vanilla side. Yeah. Huh. Okay, you can correct me again. It's okay. I'm not correcting you. <laughs> I'm just saying everybody gets something different, right? That's I mean, right. And that, that's what makes bourbon wonderful, right? right? Like everybody, you know, I, I might hate a porn. You might love it, right? Like that. that's what makes bourbon unique, you know? So you get that opportunity to get in, you dive in, and you, you get that pour, and, and, and everybody's got different things. I will say, and, 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 and Matt, our hostess with the mostest today, um, is showing us the the legs on this bad boy, but also the color. I will say this one has almost no color. I mean, it's it is pretty light. I'm gonna guess this is probably a three year old or a blend of three or four year old bourbons. It, it cannot be very old. Uh, the old Google machine. If only we could use that and find out if it on it. it. <laughs> if, if if we could find out if there's an age statement involved with these things. You know, for what it's worth, I get more caramel on the taste. Do you? Getting a lot more caramel on taste. Mm-hmm. I'll have to dive in on the taste and see what I think. Why why uh Micah's over here on the on the Google checking out if he can find an age on the old uh, benchmark here. And this is the benchmark small batch, right? Yes. Good that's deal. correct. So we got two small batch bourbons that are both shelfers that we're trying today. And that's this is really difficult because anybody who knows me knows I'm a single barrel snob. And the last I knew, if you're in Kentucky you need to come to Indiana to get the small batch or any of benchmark. That is correct, yes. The benchmark is mainly released in Indiana. Which is weird, you know, they took that. So this has got a ton of the pepper up front, like the tongue really, really on there. It tastes a little young, though. I'm getting corn. Like, it is a three-year. Like, is yeah. it a three-year? Yeah. So it's it, to me, I'm getting almost like a, like a really, really dry cornbread. Not as sweet, but like that young corn flavor that you would get from like cornbread. Yeah. You get that? Yeah. With a, with a yeah. caramel. Yeah, a little bit of caramel, yep. Caramel. Cheap caramel corn. Cheap caramel corn. There you go. That'd be You could call it that way. But that rye spice up front, man, that's a lot of pepper. Huh. I All like right. that. I do too, but it's... Uh, but st- still, it's young. Yeah, the finish is uh, also not very long, but very, very unique. But Again, that's drops. what she said. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is probably what she says. I got the Irish curse, they say. A <laughs> couple of drops of water. It opens so the that, nose up, it actually. It opens the nose a lot. Yeah, it does. Hmm. And, you know, we've found, we've found that over time, too. Yeah. Did it mild out the, the rye spice? It did. It did? I haven't tried it yet. What are you, what are you getting on the flavor at all when you, when you add the water? I'm, I'm getting that pepper still. You're still getting the pepper? Yeah. Not a whole lot of anything else? No. No. Mm. Just doesn't pack that punch that I like. Yeah. No, I, I'm 100% with you. So, hmm. All right. If you, if you had to pick one that you were going to buy and pick up the, at the store, which one would you buy? And is there one you prefer neat over water or vice versa? You know what? I'd I'd probably have to go with the benchmark. I just there was just no flavor after a couple seconds on the mixers. There was just no flavor left. I just I don't know. It was kind of gone. And you like that that the spice on that benchmark better? Yeah, the spice was definitely better on the benchmark. Um, I just I think that the mixers lacked flavor and uh, just didn't last. Yeah. So I, I I'm I'm gonna disagree. I think I prefer especially if I'm gonna go neat. I want to go with. Uh, the Michters, and only because I kind of like some of the sweet flavors that come in on it. Um, but I, I, for me, it would just be one of those, like you said, summer pour. Like you sit out on the deck, you know, it's summer, you, you're not going to worry about sweating it out, you yeah. know, in, in two hours. Whereas that benchmark, I think you'd still get a little sweat off that one. Just because yeah. the rye spice, I think it would bring up your temperature a little bit. 
And I think I would add a little bit of water to that just to kind of bring some of that pepper down. I think the the water did help it. Yeah. What about you, Stephen? I would definitely go with the benchmark. I like the rye. I like the spice. Adding water helps. The mixtures was just too mellow. Yeah. I mean, not bad, just right. not my palate. No, I get it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, for me, uh, the benchmark is, like I said, it, it actually reminds me a lot of Buffalo Trace, like a young Buffalo Trace. Yeah. You know, that tastes very similar. Mm-hmm. They got that rye bite. Matter of fact, I, I it, it almost has more bite than Buffalo Trace does, which is unusual, you would think, with a younger one. And maybe that's what that is, that, that, that spice is coming through because the rye is really, really not, you know, completely mellowed out, you know, on that three-year pour. So, I don't know, kind of crazy. So, Micah, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about you? Maybe, maybe so when next time you're on the show, you can have a little bit of a background. What do you do? Um, what do you like? Uh, I own a painting company, a uh, family-owned business. Uh, we've been around since 1959. So. 1959? Yes, That's sir. a long time. Yep. That's before you were born. Yep. I'm a third generation, um, so I run the show now, and it's what I do. I just got into bourbon probably five years ago, so I'm still learning a lot. This is my first podcast, so still learning a lot. But All right. So where you, you located in southern Indiana, Louisville? Uh, I actually live in Floyd's Knobs currently, but just sold my house and uh, getting removed to Georgetown, Indiana. All right. So you are a Hoosier like us. We love that. Yeah, absolutely. Sunny side. Right. Sunny side of the river. You do work on both sides? If somebody yes. needs painting, you'll go over to Louisville and paint absolutely. their house or their condo? I do, or? I do work in Lexington. I do work in Columbus, Indiana. I, so we do you specialize in anything? Uh, we do mostly industrial commercial painting. Uh, I do a little bit of residential, but uh, it's mostly all commercial. Gotcha. So like big buildings, things yeah. like that. Do you, so do you do specialize like in pre-build, like like new build type stuff? or We're all over the place, honestly. Um, I do probably 50-50 new builds versus uh, repaints. Uh, if you're familiar with Cutter Construction around yeah. southern Indiana, we do all their painting. So if you see their buildings throwing up, that's kind of what, what we do. Probably most likely you've been in there putting putting a brush to it. Absolutely. Well, not me currently, but, you know, I kind of I kind of run the show. I don't get out and paint much I, anymore. I'm, I'm the big dog. I'm the big dog. I ain't got to put <laughs> a brush on nothing no more. I just write the check. <laughs> and hope the check clear. And hope it clears. That's right. <laughs> well, we, well, we better clear, right? We're going to have some mad painters out there. Yeah. A steward or whatever yeah. your whatever your main guy's yeah. name is, he'll be like, "Wait, well, hey, what's, <laughs> what's going what's on here, man? Yeah. Well, why didn't my check clear?" Yeah. So, so if anybody needs a job, come see me because I can't find anybody right now. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So so speaking of that, everybody talks about you know all the things that's going on in the economy and things like that. It, has it been just a horrible time just trying to hire people with you know things that are going on? It has been the worst year ever. I think. I mean, the recession hit us hard because there was a lack of work, but this is more stressful. Because sure. I got so much work backed up and can't find anybody to help me out. and it's I, tough. I hate to hear that for people. Because yeah, I've heard a lot mm-hmm. of business owners talk about that recently. So Yeah, it's tough. Especially in my world, you you hear a lot of those complaints and, and conversations with folks where they're like, hey, man, I just can't find anything. And, heck, I know one of my clients, he just opened a business in Jeff. And he's like, man, we're offering 20 bucks an hour and I can't find anybody. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> insane. So it's just, uh, it's unbelievable when you sit back and think, you know, that, that, that they say as bad it is. Now, I will say, though, if you look at the market, like the Louisville market was not hurt on jobs as bad as some of your other big cities and towns and everything like that. And I know there's a lot that has to do with just the lack of workforce that we have just in general in this area. There's just the, yeah. the population's growing, but the, a lot of people that are coming in are coming in because of work, right? They're coming in because they work at Humana, or they're coming in because they work at Ford, or they're coming in because they work for some other major company that's you know, laid down roots here. So when they come here, they're not, they're not coming looking for a job. They've already got one. So that makes it yeah. difficult. 
So even though the population's growing, they've usually already got something when they got it lined out. So yeah. Well, good deal. Good deal. So uh, I think that's pretty much it. So if you uh, want to reach us at Bourbon Barrel Talk, you can find us at uh, Bourbon Barrel Talk on our Facebook page, our Instagram, our Twitter, all that good stuff. You can also uh, find us if you want to send us a question or an email, bourbonbarreltalk at gmail.com. And you can also check out our website, www.bourbonbarreltalk.com. We're in the process of revamping that bad boy, so be a little patient with us. There's not a whole lot of uh, information out there. So this is Scott, Mr. Micah Arnold, and the legend himself signing off. Peace.